Can you hear me? I hear you now. Oh, man. Listen, let me welcome everybody. Good evening. This is the Real Well Radio Show. This is your host, Richard Wilford. Man, I am super excited, overjoyed. Man, I am without words. I am just, uh, I'm just in a real good space today, man, and I'm super glad for two reasons for sure. One, I'm glad I'm alive. Two, I'm glad I can talk about this subject and share it with the listeners today. This idea about preparing for the new year, and uh, we call it necessary gear for the new year, and how can we equip, encourage, empower people to to have a successful and victorious new year. And I'm excited about having this conversation because one, it helps me and I pray it helps somebody else. And then number two, or at least number three, I'm excited to have my friend, brother, preacher, pastor, teacher, uh, elder statesman, Pastor Joe Turner, all the way from you in D.C., right? Yes, sir. In, in D.C. Washington, D.C. Man, how's it going tonight, brother? Oh, tremendous, man. I'm blessed and uh, things are well and God is good and life is good. And like you said, it's good to be alive. Man, come on, Joe. It's good to be alive, man. I thank you so much, man, for agreeing to take a moment out of your business schedule, man, uh, to just share, man. But but um, I don't know how it happened, but I just let it happen. And I'm excited about it, man. This idea of necessary gear. I'm just interested. Personally, I'm interested in ensuring that my 2023 be phenomenal. It had. Right. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it, Pastor. Unless it's phenomenal. Unless it's mind blowing, breathtaking. It has to be. And so I know that if it's going to be that, and I wish and pray that for other people, that if it's going to be that, then we have to put some things in place now. And that's why I'm so glad I got friends like you, man, who are intelligent and brilliant. <laughs> And, and articulate man and and uh, educated and can can and down to earth man and that's more important to me man that that can just shoot straight with people man and 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 and, and I tell everybody all the time man this ain't nothing this is just a down this is a conversation between you and I man and others just get the free opportunity to eavesdrop in on our conversation man so I just want to know from you man man it helps help us man in going well, into this new year. Well, let me say this. First of all, uh, Reverend Wilful, I'm I'm honored for you to even invite me to have this conversation. And I don't uh, come to the conversation uh, knowing all. I just come um, sharing some things that have blessed and benefited me yes, that may be of some benefit to your audience. But when you start talking about uh, success and necessary tools, God... Uh, I believe everything starts with God. I'm not just saying that because I'm a yes, proclaimer. Sir. Yes, But sir. I say that because he is. He is the origin from which all things come. Yes, and sir. two of the characteristics of God I know of are that he is eminent, he's present, yes, sir. and he is transcendent. Yes, sir. So you use the word transcendent, which uh, kind of reminds me, like, if I'm going to do transcendent things if I'm going to do those things that take me beyond my 2022 in 2023 yes sir it might be good for me to start off with the transcendent one ha, and absolutely. <laughs> the transcendent absolutely. one can help me to accomplish uh you know transcendent things and so you know you and I are familiar with uh, the charge given to Joshua yes and sir Joshua in one and eight where he uh, says, you know, keep the book of the law, you know, meditate on day and night, 
you know, be careful to do everything in it. And then this is what he says, the last phrase he says, and you will be prosperous and have good success. Come on. So so the necessary tools in my mind and uh, I've, I've, the, the places where I have found that I believe that I have, I won't say success, I'll say that I've met those benchmarks or I've met oh. those goals that I've set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is when I have lined up with God's original purpose for me. Okay. And you and I both know that we come along in a group and we have a lot of colleagues and friends and all of that. And particularly it relates to ministry in the church and that kind of thing. And there is a tendency and there is a tendency to have this uh, herd mentality. Okay. That, that we're all moving together in the same way. But I think that when we realize like what you're doing now with the podcast, uh, this is not something that I would, you know, probably do or and I know many guys who do, but this is your bit. This yeah. is this is where you are. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, and so part I think of the success or meeting those um, those goals or benchmarks that we may set in our lives is doing the things that God has created us to do. Okay. So my definition of success is it is the continual accomplishment of God's original design for you. Come on. When you continually accomplish what God has designed you to do, not anyone else. There's a whole lot of talking heads on TikTok and the reels and Come on, social man. media. And mm-hmm. if you're not careful, man, you you will you will drown in the gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> you will. You know, you know, my Louisianians tell me that gumbo is a little bit of everything, you know. Yes, and you have so much that comes at us uh, in the way of instruction, the way of how-tos, in the way of, you know, and then I may be adding my voice to that as well in terms of how-to and how-will, you know, that kind of thing. However, I really believe that when you, um, w- when you continually accomplish what God's original design is for you, yeah, and part of that is finding it out first, <laughs> find out what He wants you to do and do that. Now, there's a book that I uh, went through a little while ago, and I actually went through it with our church called Experiencing God by yes, William sir. Blackaby and um, I think yes, Henry sir. Clark. Yes, sir. And Love it. the whole thematic thrust of that book. Am I talking too much? No, <laughs> man, come okay. on, man. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Yes, sir. The, the whole thematic thrust is not to ask God to join us in come what on. we are doing. Yes, sir. But to find out what he's doing and join him. What that's a little different. Yeah. What he's to- up to. Totally opposite. <laughs> you know, you know what I say? I say if God has a plan and you have a plan, ball yours up and throw it away. And throw it away. And throw it away. <laughs> and get on God's plan. <laughs> and get on God's plan. And Let- what you discover. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, finish what you're saying. I, I, I was I, gonna say that I was like, God, and 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 what you discover is that it is a much better plan. 
His oh. plan is a much better plan. Man, he's again, you see, all of the attributes of God come in play. Omniscient, omnipresent, sovereign. All. He knows so much more than you know. And, um, you know, and that's why you can trust him so much more than than you can trust yourself. Uh, you, you know, let, let, let me ask you this. I should have started with this first. In, 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 in from where you sit and what you see, what are some of the overriding or the outstanding issues that people have in not becoming victorious and successful in life? I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you asked. One of them is um, our circles of contact. Oh man! Who do you hang out with? Who do you listen to? Who is in your you know the uh, phone company's had your five you know the five people that fade you can five. get to print. Yeah, fade right. five. Who who are those people? Because if you show me the five people you hang out with, I can show you what you will be or what you will accomplish or not accomplish in the next five years. Come on, man. Because you become like the people. And so this is the hard, I think this is the hard work. The hard work is being able to compartmentalize people based upon the trajectory of your life. <laughs> there are people, there are people you grew up. Now we know both. We came, we came up with people. We know That's them. Right. We know their families. They know our families. Uh, we may have started out in ministry together, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But along the way, we discover, well, this person may not be going where I intend to go. Yeah. And so, though I mm-hmm. may keep ties with them, it can't be the same kind of ties. No. You know that I had in the fourth grade. Yeah, and I tell people all the time: if you're 44 and you know somebody from fourth grade, don't you think some things have changed since fourth grade? <laughs> a, whole, a whole lot of right about you in them. That let, might let, not be the same person. Go right ahead. <laughs> let, let me ask you uh, somewhat of a personal question, man. Okay. What What is one thing about this whole? What's one thing? that you learned that really changed life for you the most you know what i mean and made you because man you've done some great things man and i followed you for i think i've known you now for at least 20 at 20 least, or more yeah, yeah, more than 20 right okay right. And, and and i've and i've followed you man and i've watched you do a lot of things and and you've become successful in so many areas not only individually not only in family but also in, in other areas as well, in ministry and everything else, man. Is there one thing that you say, man, th- if I could tell people, if I can give you 50 things, let me tell you one thing that really made the difference for me. Let me tell you, and it's, it's a painful thing, but okay. it was, like you said, it's transformative. I, yeah. I was changed when I realized that I didn't mean to people what some people meant to me that was so sobering and it broke me it broke my heart it uh it caused me to go back and rethink my relationship because you know how i am i'm a gregarious sociable guy i mean when you and i first met we just bam just like that yeah and it was it was a great great brotherhood but um man when i realized when that sobering thought act came and people I love 
I mean, you you love people yeah. deeply. Yeah. And when you realize that you uh, are their friend, but they were not your friend, <laughs> it call <laughs> it causes you, and you hurt. You know, not even not even angry, just hurt yeah. because you really, really, really thought. And so that fact led me to realize that I'm on a different journey from people Mm -hmm. and I can still love and appreciate people but I can't get our journeys confused like I tell our children you know listen you went to school with a lot of people and and they've gone through college I got one left and Mm -hmm. uh, you're going through college you're going to meet a lot of people on your journey but you have to remember that you didn't come there to meet them. You Mm. came there to get an education. And along the way, you may meet them. So you can't allow your journeys to be tied to the relationships that you encounter or build along the way. And that was very hard for me to take. It was really hard for me to take because, like I said, you have heartfelt affection for people and you... You really, you know, you really like them. You care for them. Yeah, you yeah. Respect yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you find out that that, so that was the one thing that changed me. Really, mm-hmm. really changed me and helped me to refocus. You know, as uh, some say, recalibrate and yeah. uh, make sure that I'm on the right track to do what I'm supposed to do. Joe, let, let me ask you this. I know, I know you got a couple. Let me ask you this, but I just feel like. Uh, uh, randomly shooting stuff at you, man. Okay. Let, let, because I know I know you think well on your feet, man. <laughs> now, listen, you fill in the blanks. You you know that on the sports thing, they say they put him in the hot seat. Yes. Okay, you, here's the hot seat for you. Okay. When it comes to Joe Turner, they may say a lot of things about Joe Turner, but they won't say this. They, they they won't say they will they will they, they can say a whole say a lot, lot about you but they right. won't say this they won't be able to say that the guy you met is not the guy you will meet <laughs> now, now now you and I met almost 30 years ago yeah <laughs> and uh you can tell them same dude I met same guy that's that's who I'm talking to right now tonight yeah. And one of the problems I think or challenges that you and people go through their changes and all of that, but one of the things is that have you ever met somebody and every time you meet them, you're meeting somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and maybe that's what people have to do. And maybe they think that's a part of their evolution. Mm-hmm. But there's something in me that says, though we grow and though we mature and all of that that there ought to be something at our core that people can recognize as us. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's the one thing. You won't be able to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I know that's right, man. And that's that's because, and I can testify uh, as it relates to you, everywhere, everywhere you meet him, he's the same person. He's the same genuine because those characteristics are just core things within you. Always friendly, always kind, always uh, in inviting and welcoming in, with others. Always concerned about others because because I know that about you, man. And then you're evolving as a person, man. 
you know, you, you've always been a person that evolved and, and, uh, man, that, that has just been uh, such a blessing, man, to be that way. I just think it's the real talk people need. If you're going into, going into the new year, man, here's something again, connected with what you said, man, listen, Job said it best. He said, naked, I came out of my Muslim naked shall I return. Yes. I don't think we spend enough time talking about that, man. When you are clear that I came here by myself and I can't take a group with me. That's that's it. When I check out, it makes me say, I need to have some things together about me and where I'm going. And you know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly. As a matter of fact, I uh, then that whole idea just reminds me everything I have Mm-hmm. I he gave it to me when I got here. <laughs> not on, <laughs> absolutely. Not, you know, I came here naked and and nothing. Even though he takes it away, what he takes, he never takes it without giving it first. You know, we have, you know we have to preach a little bit. Oh, you know, you yeah, might as well. Yeah, a little bit. So what, so, so what I think about even the things he's taken, he, gave he never takes. He had to give it first. <laughs> he gave it. You know, and, and, you know, <laughs> I, I always say, and if he gives it, he reserves the right to recall it whenever he wants. Whenever he wants. And when he when he does recall it, when he gave it, it was more than you ever had before he gave it. Come on, man. Lord have mercy. And so Job, we talking about Job now. So Job exclaims, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes, sir. He's not just talking about the blessedness of the name of the Lord out of the fact as we ought to. And there's a sense in, in, in our community, the Christian community, where we tell people that they ought to bless God because they just ought to. No, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Job realized that everything he had was more than he had before God gave him. Yes. And even when he took it or recalled it, as you said, mm-hmm. that he had to give it to him first. So then Job says, blessed be the name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and and when he takes it, you are still left with more than you ever had. Listen, one, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., of course, was assassinated on April 4th, 1968. And subsequently, someone came into the Ebenezer Church, uh, I, I believe, and and shot his his mother, killed mm. his mother, and uh, on the organ. Mm, mm, mm. And they they uh, they asked uh, Dr. King's daddy, Daddy King, uh, you know, all of this, you know, murder and death. And uh, what do you say to this? You know, your son, your wife, mm-hmm. in the worship place. What do you say to this? And reportedly, I'm not, I don't, I don't have it written, but reportedly, Daddy King responded, I thank God for what I got left. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. You've had some losses, we know. Yes, sir. I've had some. But when you think about what God left you with. Come on. 
you have to in the midst of that you know uh, give some some gratitude just at Thanksgiving give some gratitude and Thanksgiving for what he has done and who yes. he is yeah. you just you just have to man e- even in saying that man I think it's just wise for people to understand that one thing you ought to go into the new year with is is Thanksgiving and and pray. I'm not telling you what your point, what what you were gonna say. I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. just yeah. Oh yes, yes. It's just it's just better when you go into it thanking him. You know, somebody said thank you makes room for more. It does. With it children does. and parents, thank you makes room for more. With children of God, with God, thank you makes room for more. When you learn how to thank him for what he's already done. It makes room f- and puts you in a position to receive more. Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. Yes, it's sir. been a good year, man. It's, it's it's been a great year. Listen, we somebody always they always inevitably somebody's gonna ask me when I get off a plane. Well, how was your flight? I said it landed. <laughs> <laughs> it landed. That's a great act. It landed. That's that's a great flight, man. Um, yeah. That, you know, um, somebody who's preparing for this year, man, you know, if there's a word you could give them or something you can say to them, what might that be, man? That person but, tunes in and pushes the button. Yeah. Guard your, guard your sacred space, your, your, your space. Mm-hmm. You, in the name of being friends and like you said about me um, in the name of being friendly and welcoming and all mm-hmm. of those things mm-hmm. and in an attempt to be genuine guard your space yes. Every, everybody does not deserve access to you come on yep yes. everybody doesn't so I, I think in the new year it's, it's the people see we have we have two portals we have a mouth mm-hmm. which we speak mm-hmm. and then three and then we have eyes through which we see and ears through which we hear so we have one portal to uh, disseminate or pass out mm-hmm. information mm-hmm. and we have two other portals eyes and ears to mm-hmm. receive it yeah. right Mm-hmm. And so we have to guard what we hear. We have to dump the junk. We can't let folks use us as their garbage can. No, sir. Right. And then we have to guard what we're willing to see because we're taking in information. So that really speaks to our um, the time we spend on social media and all of this stuff mm-hmm. that bombards our minds. Uh, we have to, you know, find a book, find a podcast like this one, or other means that would give us some information other than television, TikTok, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we have to guard that space. I believe it, man. I think you have to. What What about this? Maybe there's a preacher, Joe, that's going to tune in. Some young preacher. Have you always been a reader? No. And uh, one of the things that helped me, let me tell you, one of the things that helped me about reading, because I wasn't an avid reader, mm-hmm. but uh, the late Dr. Uh, John D. Mangrum, and anybody online 
who mm-hmm. knows Bishop College. I went uh-huh. to Bishop College in uh, the last two years. It closed on me the in 88. <clears throat> okay. And uh, one of the things that Dr. Mango said, I will never forget. He said so many things and gotcha. those who knew him even better than I uh, could tell you. But one thing he said is that you don't have to read the book from cover to cover. Mm-hmm. What he said was, even if you read an excerpt from the book, a passage from the book, a chapter from the book, two chapters from the book, mm-hmm. you are gaining the information that you need to pour it back out. So yes. you you don't have to you don't have to have say well, I, and there are some books you will read cover to cover, mm-hmm. but a, but a lot of the books that we read are uh, are nonfiction, yeah. and so they don't read like a story like right. that. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, just getting information from wherever you can, uh, especially from reading. So that helped me because I was frustrated in many instances by trying to read a book from cover to cover to say I had a sense of accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know I, I yeah. mean, what good is it for you? What good is the what good is the brag about reading a book from cover to cover? You can't retain none of the stuff you read. <laughs> it's, it's it's true, Man, right? I heard. Um, I heard uh, a guy say, um, Austin Cleon, he's a he's an artist, but man, the guy's an avid reader and he references so many all of the things that he reads and he has like a he ends up with like at the end of the year like fifty books I recommend this year and he just eats up books weekly. But one of the things he says in his book, man, he says, if you're reading a book and you don't enjoy it, stop reading it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Stop reading the thing, man. <laughs> Just stop reading. You know, we, we. I don't know about you, but I've had. I, I'm not sure how this helps somebody other than it. It just. It, it does. We we are talking about one way to get better is by reading. It's is I read a, I read an entire book one time, and I could not figure out why how I was going to place that. You know what I mean? We you know we read books try to force sermons out of them, right? But right. No, nothing came out of the book, and I was up preaching one day, man, and it was one point. So yes. it was like I read that entire book and the one point it came to me I remember I was reading this book and it was just simply one point the whole book was for one point that's it that's it and it comes up at various various times yes sir. you know you fill up so you can pour out you know and if you do a lot of talking as you and I both do you just want to do that and I'm not saying like I, I'm not a I'm not a you know that you know people they say that you can graduate uh, summa cum laude, uh, mm-hmm. you know, cum laude, uh, and then there's the group that graduates, thank you, laude. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we'll leave that right there. I'm not going to tell you what I did, <laughs> but I will tell you there's the grace of God. <laughs> by the grace of God. Oh, by, only by the grace of God. But I just learned so much. And then a lot of you things, uh, you catch from people from one another like we we share so you know so much yes. and i gain and gather from my friends and some other people that i've met absolutely you recommend that it's so be careful the, the association you make man it's yes so important uh let me let me ask you to do this man I, again i appreciate you man taking the time in the moment just to share uh with such rich information man um if, if you would uh somebody who may just push the button man if you might just pray for them 
of course, this podcast, but in more particular, pray for somebody who might hear this podcast, man, who are in the middle of a place and just need, you know, just need God to intervene. Certainly, certainly. Let's uh, let's have a word of prayer. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your grace. Yes. It's always sufficient in every way and in every circumstance. It's your grace that has held us and it's your grace that has given us more than we deserve. It's your grace that has given us more than we ever expected. And it's your grace that has provided for us so much that we could never do on our own. And so we pause just to say thank you. Thank you. For your amazing grace. Yes. And Lord, we admit tonight that yes. what is your, your amazing grace that leaves us amazed by your grace. Thank mm. you for this opportunity. Thank you for all of the listeners who are on the line. And I pray in Jesus' name that uh, out of all the voices that we hear in the world and uh, through the media, I pray, Master, that we would hear your voice. Yes, Lord. And that we will be able to say, speak, Lord, your children hear you. Yes, Lord, I don't know who's on the line, but I do know that you know everything. Yes. You know us. Yes. That you made us. And your word teaches that those whom you hold in your hand, not one devil in hell can pluck us out. Yes. And so I pray the strength. I pray revival. I pray recovery. I pray restoration. Yes. I thank you, Master, for the power of the resurrection that yes. life can come again even after death. Yes. Sir. For some person who feels like life is over or life is ebbing away, I pray in Jesus' name Please, they'll be, be mindful of the resurrection, that the resurrected Lord can give resurrected life. Yes. Lord. We bless you and praise you. Thank you so much for, for Reverend Wilford and thank you for his vision and thank you for the ministry he does yes, on this on this podcast and I pray master that bigger and brighter days a larger audience would come to to join this podcast uh, so that so that what he's doing here can be a blessing in the lives of so many uh, faceless and nameless people we bless you and praise you and we just thank you in advance of what you're thank going to do and thank, thank you that your word says that eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard and neither has it entered into the imaginations of men what great things you have in store for those who love you and are called according to your purpose and we just bless you and praise you thank you in man. Jesus name in Jesus name amen amen man thank you so much man again for taking the time out of the schedule man I really appreciate you man and sharing with us bro and thank uh, you I'll have you back, man, within a year, man. There's so much to so much to talk about. So much, man, out of all the stuff that's out there, man, I, I just feel led to do our part, man, to to put something good out there. Well, you're doing a great job, man, and you have my full support. And anywhere I can chime in and 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 help lift up and let me know. Thank you, man. I sure appreciate you. Hey, love you, man. All right, love you, man. All right. Okay. Talk with you later. Talk to you later. All right.